everybody. Welcome back to the Blue French Horn with Chelsea and Sierra. What's up? Hey, friends. So this week, we are bringing you the episode Game Night. Yes, everyone's favorite night. Yeah, especially when it's organized by Marshall. 100%. 100%. Everybody loves that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. No, no, especially not with an insane, crazy-ass game like like Marsh Gammon. Honestly, where did he get that name? Like, um, it's Marshall, I, I understand, but, like, Bad Gammon's not even part of it. Right, he's like, I took the Gammon and got rid of everything else. I don't even remember how to play Backgammon. I played it, I think, when I was, like, eight. I forget that it's a game, so... I had some, I think, like, chessboard in the back was backgammon, or, like, a checkers board in the back was backgammon. It was the back of one of my game boards. That sounds about right, because nobody just goes to buy backgammon. Right, yeah. The, yeah, no one would ever play backgammon if you had to seek it out. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, so sh- shall we start with our, fagment, our favorite segment that comes really into play this episode? I would love to start out with our fragrant section. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Let's try that again. Shall we start off with our favorite segment that uh, really comes into play in this episode? Um, yeah, obviously. Let's do it. All right. You want to introduce it for us? Yeah. Um. So my favorite, uh, not my favorite, my first, actually, and my favorite uh, note is Lily has um, a purple, like, shrug on with bell sleeves over this, like, long, flowy dress and necklaces. It is so, like, as the kids are saying these days, a whimsy goth chic, and I am here for it. It was such a great outfit. Whimsy goth chic. Wow. Yeah. she. It was very, like, Stevie Nicks. Mm. I was I was fully into it. The uh, genre rolls off the tongue. Whimsigoth? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did notice is Barney's wearing my least favorite suit at the very end. Yeah. The pinstripes. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got Ted in a brown suede blazer. Cue uh, all, of your, all of your gasps. Yeah. <gasps> Mon dieu. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most shocked. Um, Victoria is in a black sparkly top. She likes sparkles. We have seen her now in three episodes, and she's been in sparkles in every single one of them. She's just a glittery gal. She's got to compete with Robin. That's true. I, I like you it. Know, she doesn't know she's competing with Robin, but you until know. until this episode. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I liked it. I was here for the sparkles. Go, go, girl. I was about it. It was a very Chelsea. In 2005 vibe. It was. And the Whimsigoth is very Chelsea in 2022 vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was here for it. We also have, we have Lily in a suede blazer for like half a second when they're at her, when they're at her kindergarten classroom before the kindergartners walk in on Marshall and his bare butt. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We also have Marshall in a leather jacket. Hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, of course, we have Barney with a long ponytail and just the crunchiest look. 
He's the heaviest of hippies. And then, of course, at the very end, we see him handed a flyer that says, suit up. And he's in a suit. His motto has come to fruition. Um, So, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, so you know how you can, like, relate to some of the different um, fashion trends? I think my fashion trend is Marshall, who is just always the same. Yeah, just like. (laughs) Jeans and a sweater. Yeah. yeah. See oh yeah. Yeah, that is that, and that's you for sure. And I mean, I've said this to you. I don't think on the podcast, but in personal life before, mm-hmm. I would say the same for Marshall's outfits then and now. It like look in, indistinguishable. Like Marshall could wear all of his clothes today, for the most part, and maybe just a little smaller. <laughs> yeah, a little smaller. But like he could wear every one of those outfits today, and I don't think it would look weird or like stick out. And I'd say the same for you. You both have very just like. Timeless, classic, traditional, just like clothing. I'm timeless, everybody. You are timeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not. Neither one of you gets really like bogged down in trends so much, except for Marshall's terrible hair sometimes. Yeah. He he and does. The Fiero. Oh well, that's, that's a trend true. I don't follow. Yeah, that that's fair enough. Yeah, I I don't know about cars, but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> we know I don't know about the Ushinese. But it's okay. We still love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's I guess bounce back to the top of this episode. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So they decide this is not the first game night that they have had, but mm-hmm. it, it is the first one that they have forced Marshall to host because he kept winning. <laughs> yes. And putting all of them to shame. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not only in a host game night, I'm making up my own game. Because where's the fun in just playing a game everybody knows the rules to? Obviously. Yeah. I've been doing it wrong my whole life. I know. I'm such a failure. I <laughs> I, I invited you and your children over and I just played a game that already existed. What yeah. what a basic bitch I am. How dare you. <laughs> and they, they didn't love it at all. No, they had zero fun. <laughs> Uh, I think I mean I think they had a little bit less fun than when I accidentally gave them swords, but that's a. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we almost had a Marshall and Ted in- encounter. Yeah, <laughs> when you're your when you had been at my house a grand total of five minutes, and your youngest comes out of my room and says, "Hey, Miss Chelsea has swords." <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> she sure does. Anything dangerous? They'll find it in two seconds. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. So they've uh so now yeah, they're having their first game night hosted by Marshall, organized by Marshall, and with a special guest, Victoria. <laughs> so And Robin is thrilled, let me tell you. I have never seen her more thrilled in my whole life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, No, no, great. I can't wait. <laughs> yep i think we've all been there though oh for sure and i think like not even with just like someone that you used to be into or are currently into like partner but you can get that i think we can all get that way which looks like any new person in a group of familiar people because it's kind of awkward and that's a whole different social battery yeah yeah i'm i don't have that battery so when people are like oh i'm bringing my friend bianca I'm like, stop. I'm going to go home. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. This was not on the menu. I got to go. 
Right. It's like when it's also like I think we all have that friend who like when they get into a relationship now any plans the two of you had includes their partner they assume mm-hmm. and it's like no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 you ask yeah you're in a relationship with them that doesn't mean I'm in a relationship with them <laughs> I don't remember being in a thruple uh-huh. oh you want to join us you can be our thruple uh I'm good but I'll let you know okay well fine <laughs> <laughs> He's not paying attention anyway, so okay. he can't approve or deny the request. Okay. We'll, we'll have him weigh in later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Robin's, Robin's reaction is totally understandable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I probably would have left. <laughs> well, especially because still she's relatively new to this group of friends. So that's like a whole other like kind of level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they've all been BFFs for years, so it's like, okay, one person is occupied, but I can still, like, hang out with the rest of my besties. Like, she's she's still relatively new to their dynamic. Yeah. And she uh, doesn't, like, lean on Lily yet. Um, right. Like, she may or may not do in future episodes. Uh, or Barney, for that matter, but... Well, yeah, because Barney doesn't really strike me as anyone leanable. That's fair. For... No, kind of leaning anyway. Wink, wink. No. But then her and Marshall don't really have a whole lot of bonding time. Right. That I can even remember for all of the seasons. So, Uh, yeah, I believe there's actually one whole almost episode about that where they realize they've never hung out by themselves. And so they go and so they go hang out by themselves. And it's super awkward. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how I'd be with Robin. I'd be like, I don't know what to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I this uh, particular dynamic is especially relevant to me because I just spent, uh, we mentioned it last episode that I was uh, on a business trip. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was on a business trip for nine days with coworkers, just surrounded by coworkers. And um, I, I don't know about you guys. I don't normally spend that much time with Mm-mm. my coworkers. No, they're cool for like eight hours and then I'm done. Yeah, no, we were all like in a... F- strange city together for nine days so yeah sometimes uh it just was like okay i need no one to talk to me for the next several hours thank you and goodbye i like that uh every day yeah like i go work (laughs) my big kid job i pick up my kids come back i have them now they're gonna be doing homework and stuff because school started um but usually i would have them just play quietly in their room or watch a movie and i would go literally just lay and silence for like an hour yeah and decompress and then start my second job and then make yeah. dinner and do the mom stuff and everything else but like i totally understandable needing people to just go away yeah yeah for sure it got to the point where like we all like for the most part they would have like lunch times in the middle of the day some people had different times but there was like a core group of us that were all eating around the same time and by like i think the third or fourth day we all just sat there in silence and it was just like we all I just we all just needed a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you only have so many words a day and if you overuse them you're taken from the next day. Yeah. So yeah, this whole this whole situation must be a lot for Robin and kudos to Victoria because this had to be so much pressure on her. Yeah. Not only are you like the new girlfriend and you just slept with your boyfriend right for after a month, but they're like come join us. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, yeah, this whole night, but good on her. 
Also, it just occurred to me as we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. When at the end of the last episode, Ted comes out and tells like Marshall and Lily, like, oh, get a room or whatever. It was just fine with him that they were home. Weren't they supposed to be out of town? I mean, <laughs> he was just sucking fingers for an hour on the couch. What does he care? I mean, I know, but it was just, it just occurred to me that he didn't question it at all. Mm-mm. Maybe they came home early. Uh, maybe, you know what? Yeah, I just. Maybe that's Marshall and Lily's thing. They dip on stuff. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but yeah, that, that just occurred to me that, oh, that's that was a little weird. There's probably a deleted scene that we don't know about. Somewhere. Yeah. And also, they he, like, either that's something they do, or like, there's a conversation between him, yeah. between him and Ted where he's like, oh, yeah, we can we never left. And he also was like, probably just like, you know, post intercourse glow. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was alluding to. So, yeah, yeah. he's probably just happy as can be. So he was just like, oh, hey guys, what up? I'm not even care. I don't even care right now. Get out of here. <laughs> you guys could be butt naked on the couch. I really wouldn't care. No, uh, <laughs> not even really seeing you. Are you a figment of my imagination? Don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, so all all that leads up to it is game night and the pressure is loaded. <laughs> and uh, pr- prior to the evening, Ted has to have the talk with Marshall and Lily. Like, hey, you guys are the uh, weird parents that I still have and moved to New York to get away from. So maybe don't make my girlfriend feel bad. <laughs> Fair. I moved from Ohio to get away from it. <laughs> Yeah. Don't be weird. And yet, here you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he's like, also, Barney, just just don't. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking of doing, just just don't do it, please, and thank you. Yeah, except just kidding, it's Barney. Yeah, he's going to make everything so weird. And about himself, like, could you... Yeah, yeah, this was supposed to be friend game night, which, to be fair, no one went into this... Well, not no one, but most people did not go into this normal. Barney went in and was like, I'm going to take over this whole game and make it all about myself. And Marshall was like, Ted tell a weird story. Right. And then Marshall was like, hey, I'm going to make Victoria super uncomfortable. Yeah. Let me ask her all these weird questions about herself that are super personal. And Ted probably doesn't even know yet. Like what? Yeah. Like I, I feel like for the most part, Marshall's a good, a good dude. And he's kind of a dick in this episode. (laughs) But do you think maybe, like, it was Lily's idea? Like, behind the scenes? Because she feels more of the try to get the information out of you type instead of Marshall, you know? Yeah, we... That's a fairly good theory. We haven't seen this from her yet, but there is some stuff coming up uh, with Lily. Uh, Homegirl is sketchy sometimes. Yes. She she does some weird stuff and some self-serving stuff. Um... So, with not always the best intentions. So No. <laughs> so, I would not be surprised that it was, that if if they were in cahoots. I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the most fun together. Yeah. But, um. Because yeah, they're just, super pointed questions. They're really pointed questions. How many people have you, how many people have you dated before you started in Ted? And she's like, two. And Robin's like, prude alert. Yeah, and then she's like, well, I mean, that was just serious boyfriends. I dated other people in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, way to gang up on her, guys. 
yeah, like not cool, yo. Um, they were just, yeah, they kind of mean girled her. That's what it was. They kind of like, uh, I love your skirt. That is the ugliest having skirt I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> they, they kind of mean girled her. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next note is, it's funny. I feel like my most of my notes are not actually anything to do with the plot. They're just like stuff I know, <laughs> stuff I noticed. <laughs> Fair. I don't even have notes, so. Hey, we're doing good so far. Um, so my next note, because you uh, made this request, there I noticed a green lamp and bowl in the background. Yay! Green yeah. watch. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, and then my next note, staying true to who I am as a person, um, the I noticed the purple umbrella was in fact on the bookshelf. It's still there. The love is alive. Purple watch. Ooh ooh. Not dead yet. <laughs> Uh, I was actually concerned that it wasn't going to be there, uh, but there, there she blows. Okay, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have been singing she- sea shanties before this recording started. <laughs> I may or may not be able to corroborate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. We're in a we're in a piratey kind of mood today. Maybe I'll watch Our Flag Means Death after this and just make it a pirate night. Whatever floats ye boat. <laughs> My ship, you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo-ho. <laughs> A pirate's life for me. <laughs> yeah, so in the middle of game night, everything is being... Uh, Marshall's being weird. Everyone's being weird. Ted's like, why are you making my girlfriend uncomfortable? Uh, and then Barney's, or nope, not Barney. Lily is like, hey, Barney, I ran into this chick today. She said that she knew you. And she's like, her name is Shannon. He's like, wait, Shannon, Shannon, where's the tape? Get the tape. What are you talking about? Destroy the tape. And Lily, the chaos. <laughs> Lily gives it to, to him. And she promptly takes into the kitchen and destroys. But then, ooh, it's a decoy. Because Lily be sneaky. She do be sneaky. Yeah. Is it the ginger in her? It might be the ginger in her. She's a ginger snap. Speaking of her being a ginger, when I know I noted earlier that she was in like a purple shrug type thing, and Mm -hmm. between that and her ginger hair, it reminded me of Daphne from Scooby Doo. She was giving me real Daphne vibes. Because the sleeves were kind of like seventies too. Yeah. Yeah. The bell sleeves. Yeah. Apparently that's coming back uh, in the country community as well, so. Oh, pardon me. I feel like that never left the country community. Um. I bet I'm not in it, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't really dress them, but I know it's coming back hardcore. It was, like, back a couple years ago, too, and, like, now, the, like, the bell-bottom jeans are back. Like, they're that- fitted, and then they bell at the bottom, and I'm just like, where are your shoes? Yeah. Why, that why I- do you want that much fabric? If it rains, What? Yeah, as someone who wore bell bottoms for many years in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. yeah, rainy days are the worst. It's not the move. I don't understand. Yeah, I actually but- had I actually had a white shrug similar to Lily's in this episode with the bell sleeves that I used to wear with a pair of salmon corduroy flares. You are fashionable. That's the word. <laughs> it's the one I'm choosing. <laughs> uh, 
I couldn't think of another one off the top of my head, so that's what we got. Fashionable it is. I, like, imagined it in my head, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was quite the look. Um, but it's absolutely something Lily would wear in the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make it yeah. tan, and you could probably also get, like, Marshall into it. <laughs> <laughs> At least the salmon pants, you know? <laughs> Probably for sure. And hey, they're corduroy, so maybe Ted, too. Because <laughs> boy loves him some corduroy. He does. I. That's one love I will not understand, because they're so hot. But I guess, you know, in New York, it actually gets cold. Yeah. So, all yeah. right. Yeah I, was wearing, yeah, I was wearing them in Florida like a crazy person. Yeah, I had a pair of tan corduroy pants I would wear to work back when I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. I was just going to say, I remember those. I used to wear them, I think, with like a, a teal polo to work. I did. Yeah. I did. Um, and then one day I pulled, like, I was pulling my pants up because they, like, shifted or whatever. And I ripped a hole in the pocket, like, the whole pocket. <laughs> and I had to put tape and stickers on my butt because it was, like, in the beginning of my shift. And I couldn't just leave. Right. Because my mom was my ride and she wasn't going to be there till midnight. <laughs> yeah not ideal Mm-mm. yeah hey had this happened when we lived together i would have just come to get you but that had not happened yet <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah so then so we did so we get to the video and the video is priceless and it's so good it is the one the only barney stinson with mm-hmm. it's not quite a soul patch but it's not a goatee yeah it's it's a something <laughs> the hair growth on his chin region. I don't know. Yeah, and a long straight ponytail, and mm-hmm. then just uh, necklaces and just the crunchiest of crunchy outfits. And he's playing a keyboard and singing a song about how he'll never see another rainbow because she has left him. Mm-hmm. There's a thief in the palace, and she's stolen all my love. I. That is poetic so poetic it's about as <laughs> it's about as poetic as ted was in the last episode moments are fleeting <laughs> what makes you cry i want to know your soul so bad so bad um so then of course he gets his feelings hurt and then he runs away and everyone's like what's happening to barney um they're so, also like what the fuck yeah well that's you so then they're in McLaren's trying to figure out where they can find him because they can't find anywhere. They called here, they called there, they even called his favorite strip club, the Lusty Leopard. Uh-huh. My favorite too. <laughs> Which it's funny, I wrote down there is a strip club here in Bradenton um, called the Cheetah. And I thought that was funny. Do you need to go for like ex- uh, research purposes for the show? <laughs> uh, I-, I don't think so. but Oh, okay. If, if if you want to come visit, we can take we can go. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> pass. <laughs> yeah, hard pass. Maybe they'll let us record an episode there live from the cheetah. I don't need that many cents. Yeah. No. 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 Thank you. It smells well, like baby powder and glitter. And cigarettes, I would imagine. Mhm. Yeah, I will hard pass. Um, but I thought it was funny that we have one so close to Lusty Leopard. That's really funny. It is funny. I'm surprised there's not one somewhere in Tampa. I I I haven't searched for it. I wouldn't be shocked in the least. 
Mm. Yeah, if you, uh, for your listeners, I know we have some that are kind of from all over the place. So if you don't know, Tampa, Florida and Clearwater, Florida are like a strip club haven. Yes. We're not quite. They have the most strip clubs per capita. Yeah, like we're not Vegas, but so I would not be surprised if there was some called a leopard of some kind. There's actually one called Lusty Leopard in New York City. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yep. I wonder if they made it that after the show existed. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, (laughs) So then Barney has changed the rules. He's taken over game night and he's Mm -hmm. like changed the rules. He goes, okay, if you want to, if you guys want to hear my story, you guys have to tell embarrassing stories. So I'm not embarrassed. And so next up. At least not by himself. Yeah, exactly. Misery loves company and all that. Um, so then next up is Marshall when he talks about going to the kindergarten classroom. Mm-hmm. He he gets there and he goes to use the bathroom, doesn't realize two classrooms apparently share this bathroom. And I'm guessing the doors don't lock because of safety, because that's usually a thing because for like children. Yeah, because small children. Uh, so he gets walked in on, he runs out of the bathroom and falls down and just in time for Lily and her kindergartners to walk back in. Yes. But why would the man not pull his pants up? I don't know. All right. It's a great question. I think out of panic. I think the first thing I do is like pull up my pants. Yeah, me too. But Marshall's a weird dude. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he earns the excellent nickname of a uh, funny butt. Funny butt. <laughs> it's my new favorite nickname. It's it's also awesome. I shall call you Funny Butt. Yes. <laughs> he can't hear me. He just winked at me. Oh, what a cutie, Funny Butt. Yeah. So then he's like, okay, that's fine. That's a good enough story. Barney does. Uh, and so then we see another flashback of him in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. where he is not only a barista, he is apparently talent. Because he is singing. Do you, do you remember what he was singing? I remember wanting him to stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't. What was it? It was, uh, I was, uh, you were meant for me by Jewel. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That might be why I wanted him to stop. <laughs> okay, listen. I loved Jewel back in the day. Uh, I still am a fan. Um, but I was all about it. This whole this whole episode just like took me straight back to 2006, 2005, whatever year we were in. Must be 2006 because we saw it started 2005 and then we've had New Year's, so it's got to be 2006. Um, but yeah, this whole episode just like took me back because yeah. I was meant for you. Exactly, exactly that. I can barely, I barely remember the melody, so please don't come at me. That was it. That was good. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were meant for me. And I was meant for you. Yeah, you had it? Sweet. Yeah. It's been years since I've listened to that song, so. I have it in my Apple Music. It comes around every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, our listeners don't know me that well, but you do. Does it shock you at all that I like Jewel? Uh, mm -mm. (laughs) We're going to throw that out there, then Wicked's going to come on, and then, you know. Some Hamilton. Then some obscure artists I've never heard of, but you love. And then randomly, My Chemical Romance. Nailed it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is exactly correct. 
<laughs> mine is mostly emo music or country music. Yeah. If, with... if I'm in a really mad mood, it's rap. Yeah. <laughs> and then like hairspray. Yes. <laughs> yep. There's a musical. <laughs> Whatever my mood is, it's what I'm listening to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like Mondays at work are for Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Tuesdays are generally the musicals. I like it. I like it. Today I listened to Bon Jovi a lot because I was like, whoa, halfway there, oh, living on a prayer. Because I get to go on vacation soon. <laughs> you do. I thought you were going to say Bon Jovi because it was shot through the heart. <laughs> and you're too late. You, you give love, love a bad, a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might listen to that tomorrow just because you need some hyping up. Get pumped. When I was at my conference, I had just uh, edited that episode one evening, and then I went to work the next day, and I kept singing it, and I drove my coworkers crazy. <laughs> As you should. Yeah, they were like, damn it, Chelsea. I was like, I'm sorry. I just had to listen to this song 17 times. <laughs> but only these two lines. Yeah. So now you all have to suffer. You're welcome. I mean, today at work, I sang the Smurf theme song to people. I don't even know what the Smurf theme song is. What is it? I don't know that it's words. It's just na 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 na. This girl was talking about how her daughter had never seen it because she's two. So they watched it last night. And I was like, Smurfs like the cartoon or Smurfs like the humans? And she's like, the humans. And I was like, ew. Go have her watch the cartoons because na 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 na. <laughs> that's amazing i i know less kids songs now i used to know so many because i worked at build-a-bear um like i could do several embarrassing impressions of my little ponies um and sing some of their songs and ninja turtles and all sorts of fun stuff my little pony my little friend <laughs> exactly i got it the boys were always very surprised that I knew all the Ninja Turtles and their theme song. I was like, yeah. Sometimes adults know things. Ice, ice, baby. That's all <laughs> turtles. <laughs> I like it. Um, so the, my next note is, so we're seeing, we're still in the flashback. We're still in the coffee house. Uh, and the guy's like, hey, I'm in a hurt. I need to order my coffee. And it's the dad from Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. He was in a few things that year. He was, but I was like, like I'm sure that's like an actor that's been in a ton of stuff and we just sound like idiots who only know him from this <laughs> ABC family show. Oh, <laughs> now now I, freeform. That's where we met Shailene Woodley. We did. What up, Shailene Woodley, aka Tris. <laughs> and all the other things she's done that I don't know her name from. I yeah. I, I've seen a handful of them, but I couldn't tell you. Like, I know she plays Hazel in The Fault in Our Stars, but I haven't seen it. I didn't watch that. I didn't want to cry. So, yeah. So, they go on, and the guy's like, get me my coffee. I'm in a suit. You're lame because you're a hippie. And uh, That sounds about right. Yeah. And then <laughs> Shannon and Barney are like, I love you. We're going to go to Nicaragua. And all this, like, <laughs> pretentious white people activist accents. Um, Nicaragua. He's like, the Nicaraguans need us. <laughs> Aren't are they, like, joining the Peace Corps or something? I think so, yeah. 
That sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So they're all romantic or whatever. And then again, Barney's like, okay, I need more stories if I'm going to continue. Yes. So Lily, it's your turn. Lily. Uh, and so Lily uh, calls Marshall's mom and is like, oh, you brought, you gave us cookies. Thank you. That was so nice of you. Oh, the secret ingredient is mayonnaise. Great. I'm so sure. Disgusting. Yeah. She's like, ooh, lovely. Never would have guessed that. Gross. I think that a lot of places to keep cake moist put mayonnaise in it. They do. Like, they, you see stuff. Like, they do all kinds of stuff. Like, put you can put, like, um, applesauce in cakes instead of uh, oil. way better. Or peanut butter. Yeah. Like, I've, if you don't want to put eggs in it. Didn't yeah. you do that at my house? I did. I made brownies with applesauce and peanut butter because we didn't they have oil. So good. They were. They were so moist. <laughs> and moist. Then, and then I think we did applesauce at my house too when me and your boys made banana bread with the most complicated recipe in the world. Yes. There was like 15 ingredients and usually it's like, you know, bananas. And Flour. Bread. Yeah. <laughs> it was so complicated. Yeah. So yeah. So she's like mayonnaise. Gross. Whatever. And then uh, Marshall comes in and he's like, oh, crap. My mom made cookies. And she's like, yeah, too bad we don't have a dog. And then we could just, like, give these uh, cookies to the dog. Okay, listen. There is no way in hell Mama's boy, uh, St. Cloud loving, Basque ball playing Marshall doesn't go apeshit over his mother's cookies. I mean, if there's too much mayo in it, I might understand. Yeah, but he eats the Funyun mayo salad. That's true. Yeah, with the chips and the gummy bears and Lord knows whatever else was in there. Grass. (laughs) Yes. Snow from outside. (laughs) (laughs) Chips of Basque ice ball. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Marshall being Marshall, there's no way he doesn't absolutely love those cookies. Uh, I'm just saying. Maybe Um, it's like the olive thing. Yeah, that's just went with it. That's kind of what I was thinking. But in any case, they're like, oh, Ted's not home. Let's bang on the floor. Uh... (laughs) Want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On the floor. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, wait, it's too cold. Hey, Marshall, grab that blanket your mom made. And turns out his mom has been on the phone the whole time listening. Why, Judy? Why would you not just hang up? Honestly, like, <laughs> ma'am. First of all, they insulted your cookies. I would hang up and call back and then cuss you out. Um, yeah. Number two, you hear that they're gonna do it on a blanket you made. Why do you want to hear that? Right? You want to be like, good job, Marshall? No, ma'am. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, so that <laughs> that part of the episode is uh, where we see Marshall in his styling leather jacket. Styling and profiling. Yeah. Uh, so again, Barney's like, okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> More story for you. Because game night has become Barney story time. Yep. 100% he has, has. He has co opted it. Um, yeah. So then. Population station. So then Shannon is like, oh, I don't love you anymore, Barney. My dad's my dad says that I can't go. Uh, and then he fi- he finds out that no, she just wanted to stay behind and uh, get it on with 
Secret Life of the American Teenager Dad. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, they got the tape and they're laughing at him. And they're like, ha, 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 you're such a dork. No rainbow. And uh, so that. Doesn't the dad, or, sorry, doesn't the guy sing that at him? Yeah, he does. He, like mocks him with it. Yeah, and then Shannon starts laughing. And so poor Barney. Um, then we see Barney walk down the street all devastated in his like hemp hoodie just all very upset (laughs) I'm sorry I just I am imagining Barney in a hemp hoodie and it's fine it's so much it's part of the bad wigs club Yes, yes, yes. And so then he's walking down the street, he's all crying, mm-hmm. and and someone hands him a flyer and it says, suit up. Suit up. And he's like, okay, I will, because this suit guy stole my girl, so now I'm going to go be a suit guy, which is a weird reaction. I don't disagree with you. And and then I do enjoy the essentially like Frankenstein reveal of him literally turning into a monster. For real. Um, question: Why you showed me the pinstripes too, and then you showed me showed me him shaving his whatever his face shape stuff was, and then chopping up his ponytail. But then you put a striped frock on him, <laughs> and then pull it off to reveal the pinstripes. Yeah, I think that was just to show that he was like getting an actual haircut because it was like a haircutting cape. The whole thing was. I, I... <laughs> it could have been so much better. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. I, I I did like the Frankenstein style situation. Yes, that was fun. Just the stripes on stripes, just it got me. Yeah, fair know. enough. That's fair. But Barney does love a weird mismatch pattern moment. And it's it's. And I wonder if NPH had problems with that. I don't know. An extremely fashionable gay man. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he liked it better because maybe it gave him more distance, like between your human self and your character self. Because it's true. I never thought of that. Yeah, because sometimes it's like you don't want to get those two twisted because that can affect your life. So maybe it was a nice barrier. All right. I take it. I yeah. Yeah. Hideous uh, pattern, Barney. Not hideous pattern, Neil Patrick Harris. Exactly. Yeah. It's a nice, a nice wake up call, I think. Or, or like, or the reverse. It probably was good for him to like come on set and turn that on and be like, okay, now I'm like stepping into character. I got the weird ass tie on. I'm Barney. Yeah. Exactly. Like I feel like we've heard actors doing way worse and weirder things like get into character I'm staring directly at you Jared Leto stop it (laughs) or don't be mad if they hit you whatever yeah you're making it weird so before we finish Barney's dramatic tale uh, he requires one more story oh I'm sorry taking it back for just a minute we skipped over we never hear it but what is apparently the craziest story in the world from Victoria all we hear is that it involves a game of truth or dare, marshmallow ice cream topping, and the hot tub at her grandparents' retirement home. It sounds way more interesting than Lily or Marshall's, but, like, whatever. It does. And yeah. we don't hear anything from Robin, do we? 
No, that's well that was gonna be my next point is yeah um when barney is like putting the screws to ted everyone else has stepped up and shared their story robin hasn't she tried to tell the the horse poop story and mm-hmm. barney was like no we've already heard that none for you <laughs> no soup for you one year yes exactly um seinfeld reference for you youngsters out there oh you youngins <laughs> Youths. Oh. <laughs> Away, man! No! no! <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a Schmidt reference from New Girl. <laughs> Both of those last two. Yeah. <laughs> Not the youths! Not the youths! Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. Robin apparently doesn't have to play at all. Barney's like, whatever. I showed you my bear pickle. You're excused. <laughs> You're, you can go scot free. Yes, all the goods. But I like that all the stuff that Ted tells his kids, which is a lot, he's just like, I am absolutely not letting you hear this story that Victoria told. Sorry, kids. Rude. Yeah, but also, like, how intense is this story? I don't know. Probably involves a few German exchange students or something. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. <laughs> or maybe it's like the villages. She got involved in a loofah thing and couldn't get out of it. I don't know. That's honestly more what I was unfortunately thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so finally Barney gets his way and he forces Ted to tell the story of the re-return. And it turns out that on that fateful evening, when Ted thought it was a great idea to tell Robin I love you on the first date. I think I'm in love with you. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess he and uh, Barney and Ranjit were drowning his <laughs> sorrows at the bar. I remember when that episode ends, Marshall and Lily are there too. I'm presuming they went to be bunnies because that's what they do. Yes. Um, <laughs> very much bunnies yeah especially on the night of their engagement uh, I assume that's what happened um, and so Ted is just like I'm gonna go kiss her right now and Barney and Ranjit are like let's go which by the way Barney this is not a good bro of you this is when you step in and say dude not a good idea I don't think Barney's the best bro no he is not like, he expects you to uphold the bro code that he wrote <laughs> Right. But he doesn't bro back. Exactly. I was saying, like, if I, if, if you and I were sitting in a bar drinking and I said, hey, it's like one in the morning, I'm going to go try and kiss that guy I just went on a date with, you would absolutely stop me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, what guy takes phone? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, or you would just be like, yeah, I'll drive you there right now and drive me somewhere completely different. We're at Applebee's. Yeah, exactly. Off appetizers. Let's go. Look, spinach artichoke dip. Let's get it. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what friends do. Who needs a man? There's cheese. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. <laughs> I am making that the description of this episode. I hope you know that. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Who needs a man? There's cheese. <laughs> There's worse things. <laughs> there are. I love cheese. 
Cheese is great. <laughs> Who doesn't love cheese? Um, I don't know. Lactose intolerant people for cheese. I mean, you pay attention to their lactose intolerance. I was gonna say, you and I are both lactose intolerant, and we both love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guilty. And, and ice cream. <laughs> and ice cream. Extra guilty. Yeah, the most guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Ted goes to Ted. Uh, nope, he doesn't. Ted goes, he goes to, to Robbins. <laughs> he does. He does do that. And he's like, I'm going to kiss her. And then he, <laughs> before he gets the chance to knock on the door, he vomits all over her Sherbatsky doormat. Yeah, I have a question on that, though. Like, not the vomiting, but how did he get in the building? <laughs> Uh, it might, it just might not be a doorman-y kind of a building. You have to buzz in. Oh, right, because she buzzed him in uh, before. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you see on New York shows all the time, like, someone's, like, leaving, and they're just like, oh, yeah, here, I'll hold the door for you. I feel like it's... Safe. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the same, it's the same as, like, any other form of security like that. Like, if you've ever lived in a gated community, you know, like, if there's five cars lined up, one person will use the code, and then everyone just goes in and follows. Like safety yeah it's like what's what's the old saying like a ba- uh a bank safe is only strong as strong as the person who holds the key he, people are dumb <laughs> mm-hmm. cheese, so, cheese? <laughs> <laughs> we're back to cheese cheese over people <laughs> i'm gonna have a, a friggin <laughs> cheese stick when i'm done <laughs> string Look cheese out. Look out for upcoming Blue French Horn merch, Cheese Over People. <laughs> it probably would be a popular shirt. Honestly, you're not wrong. If anyone would like to design that for us, hey, we have a friend who does that. Um, so then everyone is, of course, well, not everyone, mostly Marshall is like, I thought you were vomit free since 93. That was a lie. Or, yeah, 93? Yeah. Okay, my brain stopped me for a second. I thought it was 03, but no, it's 93. It's 93. Yeah. And he's and Ted's like, yeah, I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Barney is just like, wow, yeah, Ted, you shouldn't have told that story. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, seriously a dick. And Robin is of all like heart eyes about it. She's like, oh, you re-returned for me. And Victoria's like, yo, <laughs> I exist. Thank Re- you. Remember me. Um, Hi. She's like, yeah, that's that's not that's kind of not cool. Um, but then Barney is like, oh, by the way, I have more to my story. Yeah, back to Barney. Because <laughs> it is uh, Barney o'clock. So he's like, I found Shannon, and I was, and she's a mom, and I'm so happy because I don't have kids. Uh, um, <laughs> by the way, I nailed Shannon. I banged her and filmed her without her knowledge. Because he's Barney and is skeezy. Uh, Fair. Fair assessment of Barney. Yeah. Skeezy um, ball. <laughs> and so then he like triumphantly leaves the bar with the uh, suit man's favorite line. Peace out, hombres. Uh, and so then we see there's kind of like a little montage at the, at the closing. And we see that one of Lily's kindergartners has actually drawn a picture for Marshall. <laughs> Yes. And I will funny make part. sure Rob Marshall gets that. I will make sure Marshall gets this. Yeah. Uh, and then Victoria leaves like Halloween fake vomit on Ted's doorstep. So she's like, I'm not really mad. 
And then pissed. What? I don't hide that. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. I agree with you, but also, it's been like I guess it's been a month at this point. At uh, least a month because she's supposed to be out of town for their month anniversary or whatever, so they couldn't sleep true. together that day. So it's got to be longer than that. But even so, like, as far as, like, adult dating time, a month is, like, it's not like a dating for a month in high school, which feels like years. Yeah. Like, a month in adult dating time is really not that long. Like, Ted might have been getting to it. And, like... Let's be serious. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just saying for the benefit of the doubt, like, mm-hmm. also... And also, like, the first month is kind of a strange time like because you're so heavy wanting to get to know each other so you're like so it's that like time where you're like staying up all night talking and all that stuff but at the same time you don't want to like immediately trauma dump everything no but i mean if you're gonna be hanging out with that person a lot i would mention it be like hey you know just so it's not uncomfortable for you this is what happened in the past i am past it yeah that's true again i think i will say i will fully agree with you on the part where he hasn't even mentioned to mm-hmm. Victoria that, hey, actually, to, you know, that night when we met, she was supposed to be here instead of you. And right. l- literally earlier this evening, I was still madly in love with her. Um, I would have skipped that last line, but yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's true. But yeah. I could um, but I totally see that he hadn't told her this specific story that yes. I that I feel like I'm more OK with the story. Yes. Just like maybe give her a heads up on, you know, the Robin I ordeal, uh, but. Especially because you're going to be spending the whole night with her. Yeah. Like, like, what if she was super awkward like she was? But, like, what if Victoria yeah. noticed and cared? Yeah. So, like, what's with your friend? Oh, yeah, I tried to, you know, date her. And I was in love with her for half a minute. And she didn't return the feeling. So I have you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. <laughs> you don't need to unpack that fully. But it's just one of those things where I was like, maybe you should have said at least a little something, something about it. Not yeah. necessarily the re-return, because I could have gone without that. Yeah, we could have gone forever without knowing that, maybe. Yeah, but then he gets her a new Shrabotsky mat. He does, and it's very sweet. Um, and then Barney goes right back to picking up chicks at the bar. He sure does. Um, and yeah, it's an it's an interesting little closing where Ted's, Ted's like, that wasn't exactly the end of that story, but, you know, we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so this was this was a, a a surprisingly complex one for an episode just called Game Night. Yes, was the um, description of this one the gang plays a game? Uh, I did not actually pull it here. Let me pull it up because that would be funny. That would be funny. It probably is something exactly like that. They did stuff. <laughs> yeah, there were games. Marshall made up his own board game. I'm trying to pull it up specifically on Hulu because those are the other ones we've been reading. I want to be consistent. Consistency. Reasons we recorded two times this week and two times the week before last so that while we were away, we had episodes for you guys. Yeah, because we want to stick to our schedule for you guys. Oh, Victoria joins game night. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So specific. We'll never join another game night. <laughs> no, my God, especially not if Marshall's organizing it. Little we- little weasel weirdo. <laughs> Super psycho, but whatever. Yeah. So again, I like this episode. Victoria proves again that she is like a reasonable person who can kind of roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. That one I would have gave him a little bit more flack for for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would have. There would have been a 
serious conversation. I was going to say, there would have been a long conversation about, like, hey, you maybe should have told me this, like, BFF of yours that you're hanging out with in your group all the time. You were madly in love with minutes before we met. Yeah. Probs mentioned that. Yeah. Minor details, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that brings us to the end of this one. Uh, It was a pretty good one. I mean, I didn't even watch. Like I didn't watch it till like literally minutes before we started our podcast. Um, I got really busy this week, friends. Well, yeah, because you're you're about to leave us. Yes. That sounds like you're dying. You're not about to die. You're no, I'm not dying. I'm just going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless uh, Brad wants to throw me into the volcano, we climb. But whatever. Damn it, Brad. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I got busy, and then Chelsea texted me while I was working my second job and was like, whenever you're ready, and I'm like, dang it! I was yeah. like, i got to turn on the episode now! So I turned it on, and I started listening to it And while I finished working, and then it was the first day of school for my kids, so I also was filling out first day of school paperwork while I was listening, so it was a whole lot of chaos for me. But we got it done. So, anywho, this was a good episode. I could yeah. follow along with it without actually staring at it, which was great, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. We had a lot of moving pieces. I liked it better, I think, than um, last episode. I already forgot last episode, so same. Yeah, it was the one where uh, they were ha- Ted it and Victoria. Zip, zip, zip. Yeah, the one where Ted and Victoria are sucking fingers on the couch. Okay. Yeah, that and the bathroom stuff. Um... The bathroom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pee in front of you, Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this one, I like, I liked this one a lot. It was a good, t- it was a, it was a good one. I liked seeing more, whenever we get more depth out of Barney, I, I like it, I think. Yes, because he's very shallow all the time. Yeah, so we got, we're getting more glimpses into his, this is his origin story. Uh, Why he turned into a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, which we learn later, there are more and more reasons. Uh, yes. For Barney to, to be Barney. Um, all right, I think that does it. Uh, the next episode is called Cupcake. Very fitting. Yeah, and it's I do. Turn. It is, and I do in fact have the socials up. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, is it my <laughs> turn to go now? It, it is. Okay. <laughs> Just have a sign. You go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to connect with us on any of our social media channels, they are here. You can find us on Instagram at the underscore Blue French Horn Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Blue French Horn Pod, no ease. You can follow us on TikTok at the Blue French Horn Podcast. You can find us on email at the Blue French Horn Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail on our anchor. We'd love to hear from you. We would. And definitely please uh, rate, review, share with your friends or enemies. Frenemies. Yeah, any anyone that you think would have a good time listening to us. Um, yeah, leave us, uh, like I said, voicemail, email, or you can just leave us comments on any of those platforms. We will see it. We check all that stuff. We do. Frequently. Yeah. Um, so until next time, we will see y'all later. Bye, friends. Shot through the heart. <laughs> you were meant for me, and I was meant for you. <laughs> <laughs>